I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm a Cinemaiden. Listed as one of the top local podcasts by Cincinnati Magazine, we are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome back to the cinema. Good guys. intro, hey. music, guys. We were really getting down to that one today. Yeah, I was, or, you know, doing say, the work. This is your first time in. Welcome in to the cinema, guys. Ooh, welcome awesomeness. to the Thunderdome, as uh, I, I always like, say. Yeah, Do you say that every time? Though. Almost every time. Do you really? She, she has said it quite. A I few feel times. like I heard it once and was like, "Ah, oh, you go. just tuned me out. It's okay." <laughs> if you're returning for another episode, welcome back in. Hey, we love having you here. Hey. It's a fun one. It'll be yeah, a fun episode. Yeah, this one will be a fun today. one. We we uh, we went to the see the eighteenth movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. You believe it was eighteen movies? There should be more like twenty one. Like, it's legal. It's legal now. There should be twenty one <laughs> of them. Because this started in <laughs> two thousand eight, I believe, with Iron Man. Was was Iron Man two thousand eight? Yeah. Wow. So it's been ten Wait, years. When did movies. when did it really start though, Justin? Uh, 1999 with Blade One, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, well, I didn't mention we did see Black Panther 18. Yes, Marvel, which the uh actor in Blade wanted to originally do a Black Panther movie in the 90s. Oh, did he really going into Blade? I did not know that. I yeah. did not know that either. Yeah, fun facts. Did you know originally it, Blade was supposed to be LL Cool J? I did not know I did that. Not, oh, that do I say that a, like every time? No. <laughs> oh. That no. would have been a, a different kind of movie. Especially. It would have been. That's who they actually wanted, and Wesley Snipes was later on. It would the have been more you know. The more you know. That's right. What What is the more you know? The more you know what? The more you know, the more... The more you know, the more you know. The more you know. The more you know. I like knowing is half the battle. Go, Joe. Before we jump into Black Panther, we're going to do a little trailer trash. Trailer trash. So this week of trailer trash, we each picked two trailers to kind of... Trash. Is it something we're... Uh, trash. Excited about, not excited about? Well, I guess we'll see. Who wants to start it off with yeah, their first who one? Who wants to talk about a trailer they're not excited about? You could. How about Cinemated? But I'm excited for mine. Yeah, I, mean, I think we're all excited we're for We're all us. excited. Okay, good. Um, I'm really excited for Red Sparrow. Yeah. With J-Law. With J-Law. Yeah. I think that the whole premise of it, it has nothing to really do with J-Law, but I think it has to do with the premise of the whole movie because when i initially saw the first teaser it looked like oh okay this is just a spy movie right the more trailers that i watched the more i realized it was like the u.s was trying to get her to like switch over and she actually kind of wants to but then it's leading you to think that she's actually playing everyone for her own interests oh it does sound like a movie that we've already seen lately called atomic blonde It, it does seems, not. It seems like a mix of like uh, Nikita does, and Atomic. The preview does look good. I'm, I'm, I hope that I do like. It. I'm, I was interested to like. There must be a lot more to the movie because I'm like, oh, they've shown us a lot here. Yeah, they've shown us a lot. I think of there's this gonna be a lot of story. Isn't it, is I believe it's based off of a book, isn't it? I thought it was real life. Real life. Just kidding. No, I, just kidding. Could there could have been some real spy. red sparrows. You yeah. never know. It looks interesting. First time I saw it, I was like, "What is this? Atomic Bond two? Because the teaser, all you see is her. Although this so one, irritating. she is more trained in the art of seduction. Yes. And like she... companions in the Firefly world. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I like it. It looks good. It could be fun. I'll see it. And we'll see it. I'm sure we'll house. see it at night. Go ahead, Justin. Oh. What, is your, what is one of yours? My first one is Ze Incredibles 2. I'm sorry, can English? Oh, sorry. I thought we were speaking French for a no, second. No, not for um, The Incredibles Second, um, <laughs> second. Uh, I The Incredibles one is in my top animations of all time. I loved it of all of all time, time. and I love the characters, love the world, I love everything about Incredibles, 
and I'm excited to see this new one. And the new one actually gives you a bit of the storyline because the little teaser we had just showed Jack Jack and the Titan. You're like, oh, it's coming. Jack But Jack? this one, it Th- seems one like more the they are reinstating superheroes, but only select ones, and they select Elastigirl. Oh. And so yeah. he has to stay home and and watch <laughs> the children. Watch the kids. And he's stay okay home, with that because he knows by letting her go out that's it's promoting is for good for his wife. It's promoting superheroes so they can all have jobs later. But he's having a hard time mm. with his pride and stuff, you know. So yeah. he's having a hard time with I think Jack. This one's Jack. really gonna resonate with a lot of stay-at-home dads. Yeah, it will. It will. It is will. that what the world's coming to now? Well, they are incredible. Oh, <laughs> they are. Oh, um, man. I've been there. So uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited about that. What you got, Brad? Well, my. First one I will go with is Mission Impossible Fallout. <laughs> the sixth Mission Impossible movie. Oh, there, there's six this of them? This will be the sixth Why? one. Hold on, I thought you just said Mission Impossible 4. Fallout is what it's called. <laughs> you just stopped at the... There f- is Mission Impossible. Right, which, hold on, was awesome. I'm going to guess there's the Mission Impossible 1. Of them. Mission Impossible 2, <laughs> Mission, Impos- Mission Impossible no. 3, Mission Impossible 4, <laughs> and surprise, Mission no surprise, Fallout. Mission Impossible 5, and then now Mission Impossible 6. Oh, this is 6? This is 6. I so thought you before, just said it was 5. Before 6. Oh my gosh. <laughs> before six? 6, there's 5 of them. Hold on, hold on. No, no, Potentially no, prequels. To, hold on, I don't care about their names. The first one was the best one. Only the first three have numbers. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. So, Mission Impossible 1, we all know. We got it. We love it. It's great. Which is also it's called awesome. Mission Impossible. Yes. yes. So, then Mission Impossible 2, the bad guy was. Uh, some uh, some Mission guy. Mission Impossible 2 is my least favorite one. That's suit. the one with the motorcycles. Yeah, that's the one with the motorcycle yeah. jump. And they had, that came out uh, right after the Matrix, and you're like, he oh. He probably had slicked back hair and a suit. I don't know. Doug right. D- Ray Scott in it. It was probably red suit too. Yeah, it was probably like a red. Um, Mission Impossible was Philip Seymour Hoffman, correct? Yeah, and JJ Abrams directed right. it. I remember those three. And then Mission Impossible Four. Oh, I thought Mission Impossible Four was him with the uh, on the airplane holding on to it. Uh, he's on an airplane in every movie. No, there's one where he did his own stunts where he was really holding on to the airplane. That was, I believe, the last one. Mission Impossible Four was Ghost Protocol. That was the first one with Jeremy Renner in it, and not Tom Cruise. No, he Tom Cruise was in it, but Tom Cruise is in Renner was another, well, that's what I was hoping. Was another oh. agent. I don't think um, I saw Ghost Recon. I did not. The fifth one, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. <laughs> I think that's a, a radio other station. Characters. <laughs> Welcome, to Welcome to Rogue, Rogue Nation. Nation. It's Rowdy in here. <laughs> Why every time I come up with something, there's always like. <laughs> yes, Rogue Nation. You gotta, you gotta make fun of my picks always. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I you knew this to. one was it coming, just, though. Hey, we don't even. Clearly, this isn't Impossible making fun series. of you. Clearly, we had no idea there was even six of these movies <laughs> no, out there. We had no idea. Obviously, you have no. But you see, hold on. The series, I like really I no. I liked. Uh, I liked. Um, Ro- uh, whatever the one with the last one that came out. What was the last one? Not this one. Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation. I actually <laughs> did like that one. Um, that was the one where he was uh, attached to the airplane. No, I thought the first one was actually an amazing film. I thought it was really well done. And I sent, I feel like since then they became more James Bondy action well, and less like mind twisty. They've become more of... They've become less impossible missions. That's <laughs> no, no, semi-impossible. They've been pretty impossible. semi-impossible. I, I feel like they're starting to become what stunts can Tom Cruise do next? Right. Because this one, he's hanging from a helicopter. I mean, do one. you remember how twisty the first one was that you, that if you weren't paying attention, you really wouldn't know what he was thinking because he's saying one thing, but they're showing yeah, the, the, scenes in his head of something totally different. You're like, what? It's so good. The first one was more of like a spy yeah. thriller. Yeah. Like who, who's, who's, who's really a, the bad guy? Who's, who's doing this type yeah. of movie? And then they've kind of turned into James Bond, big action movies. I feel like that's why I feel like I the J- new James Bonds and Mission Impossibles are now the same movies. Just I'm one's still American. excited for this. Tom Cruise yeah. will probably run I'll in see it. I one. didn't hate it, but no, what I did, I really didn't think that trailer was great though. It didn't get me excited about it. It got me excited, but I'm also invested in the series and enjoying right. it. Wait, so. didn't the beginning of the trailer say this is your mission? And I really wanted him to say it's impossible. <laughs> the last trailer was really good when he's hanging on that train. No, it, yeah, I do want to see the movie. I just didn't think the trailer made it look right. great. Fair. Fair. 
Cinemanium, what's your second choice? You had Ocean's Red 8. Sparrow. Now, o- Ocean's 8, this is Ah, oh, this does look good. Yeah. The fe- a female cast of, are they related, are some of them related to the Sarah, Ocean's 8 character? Evangeline Lilly is related. So is, um, what's her name? Sandra Bullock. Ah. Sandra Bullock is, what's his name's sister? Okay. Oh, Matt uh, Damon? Matt Danny Ocean. Oh, Matt Damon, okay. Yeah. And um, is there only eight of them in this one? Since you know, I'm gonna the guess that first there's ones eight. went 11, 12, 13. <laughs> so you got oceans. Just based on the last films, Ocean the, na- the number. Based on the name, <laughs> I'm gonna guess there's eight of them. Or does it take and place before oceans. oceans 11? Because it goes 11, 12, 13, 8. No, are all she's, she's it's now. Are it's all now. eight of them just female? Asking, just asking. Yes. Ooh. Do we know this? Yes. They go through all of them in the trailer. Who are the eight yeah. actresses? I don't know. I mean, this one does look like a fun movie. It is not directed by Steven Soderbergh. Oh, like yeah. Kate uh, Blanchett's in it, which I'm super excited about. Riri's in it. Anne Hathaway. Dakota Fan Fan. Helena Bonham Carter. Matt Damon. Into it. Sarah Paulson. Into it. I think Matt Damon's one of the eight. I hope it's a it mystery. Like it, it looks like you know, I'll, I'll go see it. I'm not pumped to see it but uh it looks interesting enough that i want to see it i think it's gonna be bomb uh so my second one Your is second. not a new trailer but it's one that we haven't had a chance to talk about because i don't think the movie will be great for some reason it may although be although there was a new super bowl spot there was a new super bowl spot for it but i think whoever made the trailer did a great job and it's called a quiet place and it stars Jim Halpert. Oh, Jim. Uh, and a couple other people. And <laughs> I like the, how you're just like, Jim from the office. And his wife, his real wife. Oh, really? I it's didn't his, know that. That's his wife in real life. Well, John, John Emily Krasinski Blunt. and Emily Blunt. Emily, I didn't know Emily married. Blunt was his real life. That's yeah. cool. Um, so anyways, but the whole... It is also directed by him, too. Oh, really? The whole... It looks like a horror hard, film. It's Jim. Uh, and the whole like trailer, it's like they have to be super quiet, and you don't know why. But then one of them makes a noise, and and some creatures, some come. creatures yeah. come. So what? So I hear you have I, a theory on I, this movie. After watching the new trailer, I have a theory because it is it is put out by Paramount, who also put out some very secretive. They're very secretive about a movie. Cloverfield franchise. Do you think this could fit in that universe? You think it's Cloverfield? I don't know. Were those monsters attracted to sound? It it could see to like, me it, like to me it, it's that's not, not bad it's theory. Not, it could be very plausible that this fits in the Cloverfield universe. I don't think it is right, but I I, I really um, think it could. I've never I seen feel it like it really felt like the village. Spe- yeah. I had Especially that kind after, of feel to it. If you, well, I don't know if you guys have watched the Netflix Cloverfield Paradox. No. I have not. Because it sets up, it sets up multiple, like the Cloverfield universe is set on different timelines and different, mm. you know, there's different dimensions um, basically. One thing I was just, you know, they can't make any noises, but I'm like, I don't think it's as easy as they make it seem to go what around with that. they to fart? <laughs> or burp? Or like... Well, the way the trailer's Or laugh? Don't they, make me laugh. Geek, geek, geek. Ah, we're all going to die. Justin, you and I would die immediately. <laughs> we would. <laughs> well, because I'd be like, I'm going to make you say something. <laughs> well, the way the trailer's set up is, you know, they like line up all this sand on a path. They're all barefoot and they walk. They play Monopoly the with like still gonna cloth make noise dice. walk on it. Not a lot though. But it's still going to make some noise. I mean, and they had to make noise negligible. pour in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> It probably sounds like natural noise in the woods. How do they like wash dishes? I mean, how do they do? I don't think they can do it. I don't. I don't believe it. That's why I'm excited to see. I want to see how they really achieve this. Let's see how they're really quiet. And and if it ends up being in the Cloverfield universe, my mind will explode in the theater. Maybe oh, they said there there Uh, is a there is a fourth Cloverfield movie coming, but they haven't said when. Connected to Split and Unbreakable. (gasps) Yes. Or maybe it's connected to the village, and they're all oh, in the Unbreakable world, job. also. Yes, because they're they're making the Unbreakable the, the next village, sequel, so. and they're calling it the village. Mister, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that made you laugh. <laughs> of all the dumb things they say, that's the one that made you laugh. The Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce 
<laughs> All right, so we have Ocean's <laughs> Eight, Red Sparrow. Yep. Uh, Quiet Place, Incredibles and Two. I am excited for a Quiet Place. See, uh, this is just the theory that I had. If it's just a straight up horror movie, you, you know I'm going to be excited. If it's a monster movie that they're yeah. No, I mean I, I. It looks cool. It looks a little scary too. So my final trailer is for a movie I I, I thought was going to get pushed back to December, but they're still keeping it with May, and that's uh. <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars story. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> no, so I have my first initial. I'm was, really embarrassed for em- Emily, Amelia Clark, the mother of dragons, that she's yeah. going to be in this hellhole of a movie. So, I that it will be. So, here's my deal. The first time I saw it, I, I was texting you guys. I was like, this looks dumb. Like, I and I probably have watched the trailer at least 10 times. And. Every time I watch it, I think I like it better. Like, I think Willie Harrelson and his part looks cool. Yeah. Uh, Lando looks freaking awesome. Yeah. He looks so good. It's Childish uh, Gambino, right? What's that? Childish Gambino. No, it's uh, yeah, Danny yeah. Glover. Yeah, he's the Childish Gambino. Oh, sorry. He's a, he's a rapper, too. He's a rapper. He's a rapper? Yeah, yeah, he's really good, too. What's his name? Childish Bambino? <laughs> Gambino. Childish Gambino. What does that even mean? I don't know. It's good. This is his name. Oh, anyways, he's good and he looks awesome. And although you don't get any of his lines, you don't get any lines, look. but he just looks it. And I, in knowing his voice and stuff, I feel like he'll do fine. Uh, I did. It's solo it's is so bad. I don't know. So it, it I, I, I think it'll probably still be good. When it's they just, announced it, I was still. They're gonna make a solo movie. It's not Harrison Ford. Like it's Harrison Ford. Like. Why do we need to make a solo movie? I don't understand right. why they had to go with this. Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Why Trying not, to replace him? Yeah. yeah th- this why not take a character that we're only tired, like Bubba Fett, where you're only tired of the costume? Yeah. You could make him sound however and be like, all right, well, I guess that's how he sounds. Yeah. Th- no. this, this one, this is something like they could have came out with a book to get like some a backstory of him meeting Chewie. You know, it, it looks whatever. cool. But and then, not just that, the Millennium Falcon, why, why does it look different? Did you notice the pictures no, of it? No, it looks different. Like the whole front end, it still slants, well, but it's all closed he off. He makes a lot of alterations to it, correct? Know, well, no, he does make a lot I, of No, I think actually, knowing from the books, they, they, every new owner, and there's at least five before Han, they all are known to make a big alteration to it. By the time he gets it, um, there's been things done to it. to me. And like, because he tweaks the hyperdrive, right? Uh, and even Ray, we see when she gets on it, she's done. Uh, and that guy who owned it did something they didn't like, and they took it out, and she does something too. I think it's a rite of passage of owning the Millennium Falcon is making an alteration to it. Interesting. But still, like, I don't know. I don't. So here's the deal Have we not liked anything they've come out with since episode seven? Like, I feel like so far they have not let us down. Maybe something happens to the yeah, ship. Yeah, maybe it, like, crashes into a tree a tree <laughs> a fork in it or like, it, like, it like tries to like, like go and down and it just like knocks out the middle part the, yeah. the other the other part the, of this is like in my Hanzo was like Gandalf let's keep it like that <laughs> uh, the two towers you shall not pass <laughs> like with, with Solo you hear these stories of you know he made the castle run in 12 parsecs less, less than, 12 than 12 parsecs, parsecs. come on and in this one's apparently is supposed what to exactly have the castle is run. a parsec oh he's in the castle run and i'm like i don't need to see these like yeah i want to keep it the the mystery of like oh he he made this run and he did right. this and like i said it, in a book i think it would have been okay or maybe it was just everything that happened with this movie where they I didn't know they that, brought yeah. in these two directors and then they fired them and then the talk of how bad that main actor mm. is they had um, terrible. hey but on a exciting note have you did you see that i guess it was just an article that went out about the game of thrones creators making a star wars star a series of star wars a series movies. of star wars movies that's gonna that be have amazing. nothing to do like yeah more, they're doing even their less own to do story. With that's the gonna own, be really exciting yeah. they do really good um, stuff, it does look obviously. like although really everybody's cool. gonna think like oh game of thrones star wars a game of star wars <laughs> Star Although Wars I, Thrones. what I would love for Star them Thrones. to do, here, here's what they need to do. They need to go back if, if they if they want to keep it in the Star Wars universe, is go back and do a um, an old Republic series. Oh yeah, that, that would be really amazing. cool. Or like back when like uh, yeah when they old old when like the Jedi are a little more archaic and 
yeah. not really ruling. Yeah, I like that'd that. be really cool. I do like that. Um, I don't think that they'll mess but it up. We'll see. Because Ryan Johnson's doing his own trilogy that is not a Skywalker yeah. trilogy, and then the Game of Thrones guys, they said, are doing just a series of movies. They didn't say how many movies, right. and or they, it won't really if they're connected. Will they be spacing anything. these movies out, or are we going to get them like every month? I don't <laughs> I know. What's the new Star Wars movie this month? Every every other month, it's either Marvel or Star Wars. You're gonna be like, Marvel yeah. movie is Star Wars movie. A Marvel movie is Star and Wars every movie. now and then a DC film. <laughs> every now and, and then. maybe one of the DC new will pot- try to squeeze maybe one, one of the new Potters. You know Harry Potter's. You want let it let us know some trailers you're excited about. You can go to wearethecinemaguys.com/slash/contact. Put it on the Facebook. Let us know. So segueing into we went to see Panther. The 18th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's 18. crazy. I can't believe it's 18. And in 10, 10 years, years, man. I can't, I can't remember all of them. When are we, uh, when are we doing a Ready? Marathon? List them all alphabetically now in your head. Go. <laughs> Ant-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Oh. Was he amazing? It was. Uh, I hate Spider-Man. So. Well, the amazing Spider-Mans are not part of the MCU. The only one that is is Homecoming. So, initial thoughts on Black Panther? Amazing. Fantastic. Really, I feel like we're not going to have a much of a conversation because we're going to be like, oh my gosh, just like it. Remember so that one good. time? Remember that one time? That it one time sucked. it did this? It did not suck. Uh, <laughs> so I think about 20 minutes in, I leaned over to you and I was like, this is freaking well, good. It, yeah. it start, the way it started, and for those who have never listened to our show, we were. We're Spoilers spoil ahead. It. Yeah. Spoilers so ahead. You know. um, and oh, good one. I the way it, it yeah. started off when we went to. Because we went to an advanced screening of this, it, the way the movie just starts. The movie starts. There's there's nothing at the beginning, mm. and you think, oh well, a long time this ago, is just a, there were Panthers. A screening. Maybe they don't have the credits at the beginning, and then the Marvel logo, like it's like a pre. What do they call those? Yeah, like a pre scene, I guess you could say before the actual oh, yeah, credits yeah. start. Oh yeah, but then it's just the Marvel logo, and the movie keeps going. Well, and what's cool, you know, I actually just listened to our Justice League episode and we were, we were kind of lamenting about how all the DC movies, like, make it abundantly clear, we're going to make more movies of this Flash character, of this Aquaman character, and, like, what's the main character's name? Like, uh, I can't even think of it now. In Black Panther? Black Panther. T'Challa? T'Challa, yeah. So when he shows up in the last uh, installment of the, was in it the Captain Civil America War? movie, Civil War, um, you know, he could have been there. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Black Panther's here. And his dad dying was a huge part of this film. But yeah. like, they kept it independent to that movie, which was perfect. And now when they're bringing it in there, you're like, oh man, I wonder if they got this actor on purpose so they could do this. Or this. And like, they just did such a seamless job of fitting him into this well, new character even, in this universe. Even this, <clears throat> even though it's part of the cinematic universe, you could come into Black Panther and still know exactly what's going on. You, yes. you don't need to see Civil War or anything before yeah. it to know. Or have any sort of knowledge. prior knowledge to the Black yeah, Panther Yeah, I mean, there, there's some hints, you know, of the vibranium and little things like that that previous movies like, oh. And actually, if you go look, apparently that. even according, it, back in like one of the Iron Mans, they were... They uh, in the background you can see all yeah, these they, spots where I, they have. Uh, I think the, there's a mention of Wakanda. Wakanda's in, there. in oh, wow. it, the Wakanda's in like it's like nine or ten other mentions in other movies. Oh wow! Where it's in the background, or they, or just like uh, there was one where Nick Fury was talking about all these places they got to check out. Oh, it was when what's his face Agent Smith was going to to look at the Thor hammer in the desert. Yeah, they were also Wakanda was back there as some they wanted investigate as well oh wow that's cool it's cool that they've been like kind of planting well, yeah this. And, and this one is strictly i mean it's easily a standalone movie you don't have to see the other what? 17 before it to to get the story this is the backstory a little bit of backstory of this character and his father and his family right and um will they ever talk about how captain america's shield is made of vibranium where that vibranium came from because it clearly wasn't the vibranium that was stolen because that was stolen in 1992 and Captain had his shield back in the 50s or 40s. I I'm, I, I don't know if they will mention it or because I'm if it's mentioned in the book. I bet they will. I'm, I'm sure um, something will come up. So anyways, we digress because we shouldn't talk <laughs> about that because it is really good. It's like, so good. Uh, you've heard me say on here before that I feel like a lot of the Marvel movies, especially the Avengers ones, are getting bloated it, or getting boring. Well, they've gotten very like 
uh, formulaic cutter. and stale. Yeah, like it's very like oh here's another Avengers. And type this one here. was so good, so different, so, different. so beautiful, mm-hmm. so well, it still had uh, some of that Marvel feel, but then it didn't. Because yeah. I mean, he's you could tell that they let the director kind of free reign and be like, you know what, take this, take this universe and just go with it. Like it, they went right. really really deep into African culture. Well, it's and, in a completely right. different culture. Than well, and there's, the a, um, there's a style of art uh, that I actually had to do a piece in once, but it's called Afrofuturism where it's you're taking ancient tribal things and putting in like more sci-fi futuristic settings and they did it awesome with from music to look of everything. Like it was so good. Yeah. So, and even like I thought it was creative how like uh, even like some of the tribal sheets were also shields and yeah. things like that. Yeah, they they gave that old that that tribal look to a future. Like the the main ship looked like a mask, like an uh, mm. African tribal mask. The way that the the engines on the bottom and how it flared out, it they did it. It looked amazing, and the it costumes the in it were one. beautiful. Yeah, and we we were talking about this before that how. You were saying how everybody in the movie just looked beautiful. Yeah, I, that was like the the whole time. I just kept thinking because I've seen. I was saying I've seen all those actors and all the other things they've done, but I'm like I've never seen them look so beautiful. Like they they're like and I when I say beautiful, I really mean like rich and full. Like their skin tone. Oh, you weren't here for this conversation. And uh, and then one thing I've read uh, and they were talking. It's actually a stem from a conversation about Empire why that show's doing so well versus other shows. And it's like a well-known fact that until recently, we have not, or people have not known how to properly light people with darker skin tones if you're not white. And so they've always lit uh, people with brown skin with uh, like they were lighting white people and it just doesn't work. And so in this movie, you really get to see people who oh man this is how you light someone with and and, it, and you can just tell it's like they're yeah. so everyone's so rich looking and i mean it was awesome i that i mean the, the whole time i was sort of stunned and glued to the movie like i was interested in the story uh i didn't think they like unlike justice league they didn't give us some weird plot thing that we had to figure out it was, it was pretty simple <laughs> yeah like someone it was, stole it this yeah, guy's it's really it's, simple and um, there was a, a twist with the family you know we know that T'Challa's father died and right. they, they kind of give you the backstory of that what happened in Civil War. It doesn't War, make so sense. That you know and then they, they really dig into the spiritual side of right. this African culture of him becoming the Black Panther and drinking this flower that gives him the power of the panther, the speed and everything else right. and then he kind of goes into another world and talks to his dad Yeah, and there are other previous panthers there as well i don't understand why his dad left the boy i don't either it doesn't make any sense he wasn't like oh i guess he didn't want his sin to be yeah i I don't know because it didn't make sense why why not just grab him be like okay hey you saw your dad's dead but you can come with us now i mean i get it if he would have lied to the boy lied about how how his dad really died that would have made more sense oh i'm not gonna tell him that i killed his father i'll just say his father's dead and then maybe later on he finds out, you killed my father? Just le- abandoning him just is pretty cruel and weird. Yeah. But so, I think it also... So le- even even the, the like the villain of the story, the movie, it wasn't a villain who, like, I'm going to try to take over the world or anything like that. He, blood relation to, you know, th- this family. Right. Because... I mean, it's just like Loki T'Challa, or- is it Ch- yeah. T'Chaka was his dad. Right. Killed... His brother, oh, the guy from This Is Us, was him, and he's so good. <laughs> Killed his brother, and his left his son. Mm. So his son grew up with this hate of of him. Right, and when he got older, he used he became trained in mm. a lot of military to come after and try to take over. And he did. He took it as the the leader of the Wakanda people. What he did, and he he was very. I get. <laughs> I guess at that point he 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 did want to take over the world because he was like we have this technology we can take out we could pretty much take well, out. Well, I don't know anybody. if it's a take over the world. I think he like wanted to liberate his oppressed people. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, I mean, because in the end, go. there's That's a very means. pointed line where he says, "Bury me in the sea with my people." Yes, he, he never yeah, claimed exactly. himself as. Uh, well, being, I thought that that was one of the most powerful lines when he said, "I'd rather die 
Um, with the people who knew that dying is better than living life of bondage. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was one of the most powerful um, lines. Well, because the, the whole the whole question of the movie is, and you can't really, I guess, talk about it without talking about this. Like, if you have ultimate knowledge or resources or technology, um, how do you use that with the rest of the world? Because they brought up a very American thing. Do we police it? Yeah. Do we? Yeah. Do we? make people do things do we because uh, i mean the michael b jordan's character wanted to give all the weapons to all the oppressed people so that then and, and, so and the idea was up. like you're just creating the same thing just on the flip side uh but then the problem with uh takala was t'challa was that uh that he didn't want to do anything. He wanted to stay protect their people, protect mm-hmm. their thing. So I like the idea of what I mean. I felt like they're asking a question that this is America, right? We have the ultimate power. We have the, all this stuff. Like, what do you do? Do you police? Do you not police? Do you um, go in to help? Uh, you know, do you only help people who have oil, or do you help the small tribe that is getting slaughtered? No, we don't help them. Like, yeah, you know, it's real. I thought it was really, if, if the movie is, is at all political, it was in those kind of respects, and I thought it asked a good question of well, what do you do with that power? When he decided he's going to share their technology and everything else with the rest of the world, and they're at the UN, and it, it was the American that looks at him like, what, what do you have to bring to us? Right. And they all and just kind of smirk like, just, you yeah. moron. <laughs> exactly. Um, I but, also loved when his sister looked at uh, Martin Freeman and was like, okay, colonizer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and the, uh, I don't, I mean, I, I feel like they'll bring this in and maybe because the Infinity War is such a bigger deal, they won't. But, I mean, you get the idea with Tony, even in the Iron Man movies, like, oh, the government wants your technology and he won't give it to them. Like, that would be what would happen in this situation, too. Oh, now we know that these guys have all this stuff. We'll just go take it. Yeah. You know, uh, we have the Avengers. The Avengers could go do that and, you know, take it from them. And Yeah. Uh, although I was real unclear about a, uh, the boundary lines in uh, Wakala as well. What is it called? Wakanda. Wakanda. And uh, so, like, you have, they live in the city, but who has access to vibranium? Like, not everyone, only certain people. But then you have the people lived up in the mountains who they never visited, but they They're were still part of them. different tribes within I get they're different tribes, but some of them get benefits of being... They all More, get vibranium. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Because why were those tribal people so more primitive? That's probably just how they wanted to be. It's also up in the mountains. I mean, yeah, they they were the the mountain tribe, and the way I got it, which is was they my kind of part. I like that twist. Yeah, I like them. They kind of didn't associate with the rest of the other tribes. Mm. They yeah. just kind of were up there until there was the the challenge time. Right. So then they would come down and try to challenge to try to take over and. Mm. Um, and so with the big twist in the end with Bucky being there. Oh, um, the very, very end? I mean, what? he now, he was there. But yeah, but refresh me. Does he what have a vibranium ha- arm? He did. He did. I, I believe his was arm it vibranium? was. I believe so, but I don't. But hold on, what happened to him that made him go there? I don't remember. Well, in Civil War. They disappeared. Um, T'Challa said that he he was, after Civil War, he was taking Bucky back with him to Wakanda so he could protect him from you know the Avengers or the government that wants to to find him and try mm-hmm. to fix his mind Got because it. you know he is very not all there and if you say the right did words, you get that he might be in love with yeah. uh, his sister I was trying to figure out if that which was which is thing. you know you jump to the Bucky scene it's one of the end credit scene no, I mean, so we've already it, it's spoiled like, most it's like, of the movie it's like Two second thing compared to the rest yeah, of the I movie. just forgot how big it is. <laughs> so, um, so there, the only part of the movie that I didn't care for, and that's because it, I don't care for these parts in almost any movie anymore, is the panther on panther fight scene. I thought was boring, and I didn't really care for like when they were fighting each other in the end. Like I wish it was a little more creative because I just yeah. Well, that, when they were yeah. hitting each other, I'm like, well, this is all pointless. Like you're not going to yeah. hurt each other. Well, ever. like when his guards were. The female guards were fighting him. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's. Mm-hmm. He got his panther suit, and they're all fighting him. And I'm like, they're not gonna make any. He's wearing this suit made of right. vibranium, and it's not gonna 
hurt Yeah, him. as soon as they were but, doing that, I was like, this is pointless. I mean, the style was... I thought the style of that fight was cool, and then the the, the fight out in the, the lands, but... Yeah, yeah. Panther, no, Panther that was cool. Yeah, went down below because um, I was just some of like, the some of the special effects looked a little off. Yeah, there, well, I thought they just would have said, "Hey, we're we're not going to win this like this. Let's take the suits off, or let's drink the junk that makes you not Panther anymore and fight it man oh man." And uh, I don't think Michael B. Jordan's character would agree to that. No, I don't think he would. In either. his mind, he had already won. He he had won the challenge, and he was the king. I mean, he kind of did win the challenge. <laughs> um, the the only part I didn't really like was the I, I kind of his his friend the uh, oh, the guy, uh, from, the Get guy Out, from Get Out. How he he didn't totally agree with him, but how quickly he turned, turned on T'Challa and basically well, you also get fought against they, him. It hasn't. So it wasn't quick. That was coming. Yeah, but you get the but idea he, that even with his. Uh, girlfriend that they there's been ideas floating around for a, a Wakanda for a while about getting out there and helping the oppressed yeah well, yeah. yeah also um, I think that those warrior women are the most they BA awesome. they were people cool. like nothing well, against Wonder Woman they were awesome no, but they the, were way these, better these women were well and that's also free. a point that I wanted to bring free. up Look at the armor that those women are wearing. They're appropriate for battle mm. compared to the Amazons. It's true. And I love the... Uh, when they just how they could job like, it tie into African yes. culture, too. When, she, when they went to the, the city and she was still kind of... She had to wear a dress and put a wig on. And she yeah, she the hated wig. it and I loved it. And then when she went to fight, how she just like pulled her staff out of... Was her bracelet. It, like a bracelet or something and the staff came out and she just... Whipped her wig off, kicked some butt, and just yeah, she was. Oh, I loved yeah. it. She was amazing. And I'm always into with these movies when they can do something new. So I feel like the addition of his sister being like the tech person and like that. I thought that was oh, this is kind newer the, stuff. The James yeah, Bobby and it was like you, you know, getting in the car there and driving. I was like, oh, that's a new thing. That's kind of cool. I, I, I loved all the that. technology. Um, like yeah, they did a good job of really being innovative with even or even the car scene. I hate long drawn out car scenes too because I'm like we've seen them it all. It was really like, good. We've seen <laughs> we don't need Matt Damon to do it again because we've seen Matt you do it Damon. a thousand times. Uh, but this one, it was like, oh, this is a unique car scene, and it's not drawn out and long. When she she throws the spear and it stops the car. Oh I thought my that was gosh, awesome. that was so cool. Yeah. It's a great scene. Like these are cool, innovative action scenes. That there are there are a few of your typical action scene you've seen but there then there were a lot of like that with the staff or even the fighting where it's like I feel like I've seen this before but this is all new like I haven't seen this before this is like really cool and mm. yeah I also appreciate that uh, I read that not just his accent that he used was he went and spent time to really talk the way uh, an English speaking African would talk but uh, even some of the uh, the click dialects that you hear in the background, mm-hmm. which usually end up being Ethiopian or something, those were all real dialogues too, which was cool. Oh wow! And the the, the tribal costumes were very cool. How you could really tell that who was part of what tribe by like colors and the way that they're dressed, and mm-hmm. like like you knew the one tribe with the big the lip plates. discs, the lip yeah. yeah, the lip plates yeah. were part of this tribe, yeah. and like I don't know, I I thought the whole movie was great. Yeah, and it was cool. And I actually didn't realize how much of it would take place in like Wakanda, and I thought that was really cool too. And I think this is going to be one of the most empowering movies of the year. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, do you if think it gets uh, Oscar snubbed? Oh for yeah, for sure, Oscar well, snubbed. Yeah, it's it's a it's a comic book. Yeah, but it's movie. so well it's, done. It's, it's not, and it's innovative and new. It's Oscar snubbed for sure. Mm, I was hoping no. <laughs> Usually, this type of movie isn't gonna be up for a big Oscar. No, I I thought it was really... Yeah, and that, maybe not for Best Actor, but I thought directing and a lot of just the cinematography was so pretty. I think it, it, it could definitely was be well up done. for costumes and, and stuff like that, for sure. I guess that's what's interesting, too, is this story really kept me engaged, whereas lately the Avengers stories and stuff like that, where I'm like, eh, I get it, aliens, blah, blah. <laughs> like it was almost you're my like Doctor Strange is like that too. I really was into the Doctor Strange story because I was like, oh, what's this? Where's this going? What's this doing? And 
and even though this, and I, I liked how simple this story was, it was still fun. Like, oh, you get this fight in the beginning and that returns later to be different. Or you get, uh, hey, I, sir, I give this guy mercy and that guy later on comes and gives you mercy back. And I like those things. And yeah. I, but I thought it was a creative story too. And I don't know. I just thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Well, they, they didn't try to do too much. Like they didn't try to bring in other characters right. to try to bloat it. They they were like, we're going to focus I'm, on this area and these people, their culture, and then mm. we're just going to... And Michael B. Jordan, like his, he was a great villain because you kind of liked him and felt bad for him. Outside of the Panther-Panther fight, I thought he was great. Well, and uh, Andy Serkis, you thought maybe he was going to be the villain yeah. and he was all crazy. Which I, the whole time, I was his, like, like, I hope he's not the villain because he's lame with a claw. <laughs> <laughs> that was the you know that was the bad guy from Inspector Gadget. That was his name, but, Claw. But then yeah. when they when they Gadget. killed when they killed him off, that was my Claw. Poor poor Andy Circus gets killed off halfway through uh. the movie, just like the Last Jedi. When they're just like, oh hey here, okay bye. Think you're the, you bye. think he's the villain? Oh, out, yeah, he's done. Me. So then, what I'm gathering with the Infinity War trailers is that all of Wakanda is going to fight. Uh, against like big alien creatures. That's gonna be exciting. I have the same uh, hangups with when remember and I think it's Iron Man two, where his entire suit is in this little watch and briefcase. Oh, you didn't like that? No, because I just can't conceive of how that works. The but, same with the suit and the necklace. But you can conceive that they took this whole city and hid it in. That nobody could. F- yeah, see but they it. hit it within a space uh, in which it fits. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Now, all and you can explain it away if you told me. Oh, well, you know what? There's a phantom zone-ish sort of thing where it all goes into and comes out. All right, I'm in. You told me. Uh, you gave me an explanation. I'm in. But oh, the right. fact that I'm supposed to believe that your watch is also the same suit that takes up a whole closet in your house, I just don't get it. His his watch isn't the whole suit. His watch just covered his hand. Well, but, sorry, the briefcase. The briefcase was the whole suit. He stepped into it, then, and, it and then this one, it's it, it's uh, it's all contained in all the the necklace. I mean, there's a bunch of pieces in there. Yeah, there's like twelve out. pieces that contain his whole vibranium. But his suit. vibranium is a very mysterious and metal that nobody really knows about, and the Wakandans right, have I'll figured out one. how but to. Iron Man is just iron. It. Maybe he'll get a vibranium suit. Oh, maybe he'll maybe cool. every, you get a vibranium suit. <laughs> and and you, you get, get a vibranium suit. Everyone, vibranium suits today. That's one of my favorite things this year. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Oprah. Thanks. She loved the vibranium from, you know. I yeah. bet Oprah would have some vibranium. Oh, she, has yeah, she would. So we went to a Paper Street Trading Company recently. They had their first anniversary, and we talked to some people about Black Panther. So we're going to... Let you hear about what they have to say about it. We're at Paper Street Trading Company for their one-year anniversary event. I want to thank Paper Street for inviting us to be part of their event as we also celebrated the release of Marvel's Black Panther. I also want to throw a thank you out to our friends at Full Frontal Nerdity who teamed up with us and created some great buttons that we had for a giveaway while we were at the event, we asked people what they thought of Black Panther. And here we go. Uh, I really liked the movie. I've been a big fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and this was a good, another origin story to add to that, uh, but still linked into things in the past, movies in the past, movies going forward, obviously in the future with Infinity War and things like that. But also I like that they introduced a new location to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They have now they have Wakanda as a, a lo- location to do future movies in. Also, I thought uh, it was an interesting character, King T'Challa, did a really good job of being a king. You know, it was interesting to see that character for us most of the time in our Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's some flaws in characters and stuff like that. And he was a very, very stoic, very good king, I thought so. I thought it was a pretty, I thought it was a pretty appealing movie. Uh, I was very impressed with the uh, cinematography. Uh, the acting was good. Uh, the uh, it was very well timed. Uh, the action was good, and I was trying my best to find a fault in the movie, and I could not. Even even 
and my most hated self. I could not find anything to hate on the movie. It was an excellent movie. Incomparable. I really liked it. It is probably one of my favorite Marvel films to come out. It is just absolutely stellar. Ryan Coogler knocked it out of the park again. I think Killmonger was probably one of the best villains we've had in a Marvel movie. Maybe ever. Maybe since Loki. I don't know. I was a big fan of Zemo in Civil War. But I just think, you know, how they say the great best villains are the ones that think they're the good guy. And clearly Killmonger thought he was the good guy and he was doing right by his people. And he had a really, really good point to his methodology. Here was Wakanda sitting on top of the world, keeping it a secret while his people, black people, were suffering throughout the entire world and they could save them easily and chose not to again and again and again. And his story was heartbreaking. His father was murdered and he was kept on the streets to grow up poor in Oakland. I thought that was just one of the most heartbreaking. That is the most heartbreaking villain story I've seen from a Marvel movie. Sounds like we have some great thoughts on that movie. And by the way, go, go visit our friends at the paper street trading company. If you live in Cincinnati, it's, I, I think Justin is there every other day. I am there, there a quite lot. Often as well. If there, you see a mural being halfway painted, I'm doing it. He's doing it. I'm doing it. We just added Magneto today. So are you ready to jump into some at-home recommendations? At-home recommendations. I have one really good one. You only have one good one? Do you have a couple not good ones? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so mine is called Altered Carbon. Oh, yeah. Everyone's uh, been talking be about mine. this. It's, it is the talk <laughs> of the team. I stole it. It's real good. I like it. I was real sad, though. That and Electric it. Dreams I uh, people keep I talking finished, about. No, I, only, I only watched the first episode. Oh. Um, I was real sad that they killed off the guy from Dollhouse. The handler guy. I haven't seen The blonde one, guy. I've You've never seen, seen Dollhouse? But I, that was also going to be... My recommendation for the week was Altered Carbon. I've heard a lot about it. It, it is, is really good. It is a very good sci-fi. I a very kind of like a cyberpunk esque type yeah, sci-fi. Yeah, I've heard it's good. I want to see. And it. I mean the 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 basic concept of this. I'm, this is without giving anything away. Is in the future everybody has what's called a stack that you get installed into your the the base of your brain in mm-hmm. your in your spine. Actually, that, another girl from Dollhouse was in it too. Up. That keeps your basically your your entire consciousness in it. So as long as like if your body they call you they call bodies sleeves. So mm-hmm. if your body dies, your stack Spirit, can be removed. Not sleeve. And you can put your stack say. into another sleeve, and you continue on. This is a uh, transhumanism. This Unless is real your stack do. is destroyed, yes, your stack is destroyed. You are dead. You're done. What you tap my stack? And then there's this one guy who who uploads his stack um, every 48 hours to the Into satellite. Cloud. The cloud. Mm-hmm. And he, no one he, he clones his body. So if something happens, he, he gets murdered. And one of the, the, the uploads, it was in between an upload. So he doesn't remember the murder. And he hires this guy to find out who murdered him. It's real good. You'd like it. Also, yeah. Dollhouse, you have to watch. I've heard uh, that in Electric Dreams. Electric Dreams. There's some cool stories with the main detective guy, which you really find out in later He's episodes. He's a true detective. Um, fun fact, the um, girl who is, I guess it was his partner who died. Yes. Um, the, the beginning, in the first episode? Yeah. yeah. She is... In the original Hamilton on Broadway, she is the main Skylar sister. Super fun fact. And it is a very violent show. Oh, good. For sure. um, I haven't gotten that. But that, that uh, the first episode, that, that it's very stylized. I love the whole look of it because it's very like bright colors and like that action scene in the first episode where they raid the house. 
with the the guys with the masks with yeah. the lights on their eyes and like it's, very it's a it's a very cool show. I am loving this show a lot. So I highly recommend watching Altered Carbon. Good choice, Cinemated. Good choice. Thanks. <laughs> hey, did I talk about the marvelous Mrs. Maisie last time? Yes. You, you oh, mentioned it. it. You had Oh no. It. I said that I wanted to watch it. Well, oh. I did, and well, I think it I might did. be one of the best shows I've watched in forever. Really? I loved it. It's awesome. You would love it. You would like it uh, a lot. One of my friends loves it. It is very binge worthy. Something different. It's like Mad Men meets uh, some stand up thingy. Oh, that's um, cool. It's really good. Uh, that, some stand up thingy. So that one is a must must. Um, and then the other one is you mentioned it once before, but the new one just came out. Um, the David Letterman interviews. The oh, new yeah. One I haven't watched George the Clooney, Clooney one. really yet. good. It makes you love George Clooney. Just like the other you one. You know, like George Clooney? I'll That's never watch good. that. No, but like it's like, I had no idea. Oh, no, I like George Clooney. I just have no interest in watching that. I had no idea what. what um, I don't care to. I had no idea that George Clooney did the things that he did, has done. It's amazing. And uh, well, and I and, never was a Letterman fan, but like. Well, I'm going to say. He's if you, so awesome. If you didn't like Letterman's night. His it's nothing show, like that. it is nothing like it. Like he is just, it's just he's just serious. He's just sitting down with these people and just talking to them. Well, and you get it actually reminds me of comedians in cars getting coffee a lot because you get that the people he's picked so far he's just friends with. It's not like oh I've never met you and it's and it's just two chairs on a blank stage and it, that's it. They're, yep, just they're just talking. sitting there talking and uh, yeah, it's and very real. It. It's very real. I, I like it. it. That's I cool. need to watch that second episode. Um, but yeah, I didn't know George Clooney did half the stuff that he's done, which is kind of cool. And he talks about Cincinnati a little bit. Nice. Anyways, those are my two AHRs. At home <laughs> recommendations. Good job. It was better until you explained it. <laughs> did Picasso have to be like, oh, this is my blue period because I'm sad. So we got, we got a few things for you to watch and go see Black Panther. Yes. Do it. Do it now. Also, check out our swag store i'm wearing my swag shirt right now swag story get some t-shirts posters go to we are the cinema guys.com slash swag and we have some of our cinema guys shirts and then the other shirts we kind of handpick from the site of other artists throughout the site that we just like the shirt so we put it up there for you guys well thanks for listening to the cinema guys hope you guys enjoyed it and Till next time, maybe we will see you at the movies. The Wellage. <laughs> Welcome to the Wellage. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that press conference? I'm really excited oh. this new movie. <laughs> the Wellage. <laughs> <laughs> the Wellage. Uh, I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs>